Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. My name is Ethan. With and I'm me, Elijah. I have Elijah <laughs> and Brad. With me, I have. No, go ahead. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Man, I'm Brad. I gotta speak on my own name, you know. <laughs> uh, and I'm Elijah, as you guys can have already heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry you can go that. back to it. My fault for interrupting. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> so this is the Overflow Podcast. Um, basically, me, Elijah, and Brad. You know, we're three good friends. We've known each other for a few years now, and. We do what every guy group does, and we sat down and we said, you know what, we should really just make a podcast, and here we are, making a podcast. Um, what we're going to talk about on this show, we're going to talk about a lot of different things, um, ranging anywhere from sports, you know, life type of questions, we might talk about religion every once in a while, we're three Christian men, not saying you need to be a Christian to listen to this, but... We might dive into some of those concepts and um, talking pieces. Uh, we might talk about food. We might we, we might talk about a lot of things. But either re, either way, regardless, we are glad that you are here. Now, the name Overflow, we kind of thought, we came together, we were struggling to find a name, and we kind of thought, you know what, life itself is kind of overflowing. We, uh, we were all listening to a worship song one time, it's called Living in the Overflow, and, you know, with life being such an overflow, maybe this podcast finds you in one of those times where a lot's going on. And, uh, yeah, maybe you need it to kind of relax and sit back and just listen to something nonsenseless or nonsensical, I should say. Take so, a drive, you know, take a drive and just listen. Exactly. You know, that's all exactly. we need. That's all we need. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, here we are. Boys, how was your week? How was your week? Brad, take it over, man. Oh, yeah, I'm... I've been waiting for this question. The week was good. Um, so I, for anyone that is listening to this that doesn't know, I'm trying to become a police officer. Um, and that is just a long, strenuous, just like six-month process. It really, you know, it takes forever. Anyways, I'm, you know, I'm getting to the final stages with a few departments here. And one of them, um, Elmhurst PD. Uh, if you're from Illinois, you know where that's at. If you're not, then that's tough. Um, they're like, yeah, we want you to do a polygraph on Saturday morning. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, college football's on. Oh. I don't know if I can make it. And they're like, well, that's the only time you can do it. And I was like, all right, you I'll be not say You so, said uh, no because college <laughs> football was on. I thought it, though. I thought it. <laughs> I thought it. He's sitting there on the phone, man. I missed the Illinois game. Because – it was about a 45-minute drive away to beautiful Lamont, Illinois, southwest of the city. Um, anyways, beautiful. so I, like, go over there, right? And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in the car, and this guy, like, he runs a very, you know, small uh, evidence collection business for this PD. And he's like, yeah, you know, text me when you get here, kind of like when you're pulling up to your base house. And she's like, you know, text me when you get here. Um He's like, you know, text me when you get here. I'm like, all right, cool. So I text him. I'm there early. You know, your boy's prompt. Get there about 1045. <laughs> nah, we're not talking yeah. about that. <laughs> I get there about 1045, right? I'm sitting. I'm waiting. Text him. He's like, yeah, I'll be with you in a minute. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then he's like, yeah, you know, come in at 11. You know, so I go over there, walk in. I'm, I'm dressed to the nines. I'm looking good. Going, it's this old guy. He's a retired Illinois state police officer, and he's like, you know, go ahead, have a seat. And then we just start talking shop, basically. And you know, I'm telling him my life story, all the, you know, criminal acts I've committed as as a, <laughs> you know, confessing. imperfect person I am. <laughs> uh, he's like, you're arrested, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. Take away <laughs> um, questioning now. <laughs> But, but back to the story. So he's like, you know, he's got all these questions and he's like quick firing them, right? And he's like, I just need a yes or no answer. You know, I'm hooked up to the polygraph machine, you know, lie detector. And he's like, you know, yes or no answer. Don't say multiple words. It makes it more dif difficult to decipher. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Dude, and, uh, you know, intense. he's like, you know, have you ever done have you ever done drugs? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I have. But he already knew this and, and beforehand. Because uh, I had told him, you know, he's like, have you ever done drugs? Have you ever done drugs that you didn't tell me about? I'm like, no. Um, he's like, you know, have you ever 
committed a murder? I'm like, no. He's like, have you ever, uh, you know, been involved in, in a d- domestic violence dispute? And I'm like, no, blah, 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 you know, all these things. And then he gets Wait, to this one question. are you seeing the polygraph line go up and down as you're, like, talking? No, no, he's nervous? got the, he, no. it's, uh, it was on a laptop. He's got it, like, faced away from me. Oh, I gotcha. And so I'm sitting there, and you know how you, like, will take those surveys sometimes, and it's like, agree, disagree, strongly disagree. Somewhat you agree. Know. Somewhat yeah. agree. <laughs> So he asked this one question where I was like, I literally looked at him and I was like, strong no. <laughs> what yeah, I wanted yeah. to say was, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> and he, he asked me, he's like, you know, have you ever watched pornography at work? And I'm like, I'm like, no, no. Yo. And he's like, okay. He's like, Yo. okay, okay. That's and a then question they're going to ask? He looks me in the eye and he goes, have you ever watched child pornography? And I looked at him and I said, strong no. And he was like, just say no. And I'm like, no. Like, but I want it to be like, hell no. Hell like, no. Hell? That's a lot why. of no's. Why are they going to ask these? I mean, I, I get it, but like. I guess it makes sense yeah, yeah. if you're like applying to be a cop, maybe work in the government or something. Maybe. Yeah, but like, that's crazy. Imagine the people yeah. that say yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm standing up. Not yeah, and it was, man, you can see the door right there. <laughs> and it was just like you know, I don't want to like, I'm not trying to throw the machine off, but I was like, strong no, like I don't, I didn't, I wanted to exemplify my no in that instance where I was just like, hell no, man, right. like. <laughs> so th- that's my that's my out of pocket story from this week. I just I went to that and I was just like. Man, some of these questions are like, if you respond yes, you should be thrown in cuffs immediately. You know, it's shocking that they have to ask those, though. It is, yeah, because Whack. you, you yeah, never really sure. know with society. You know, imagine how many people you walk by that like would say yes to that question, to those both those questions. You know, hopefully not messed up. <laughs> You'd be yeah, surprised. Ideally, you'd be very surprised. Elijah, big dog. How how was your week, man? How you feeling? Dude, so I calculate my weeks from, like, my work weeks now. My work week now is Friday to Sunday, right? So it's a typical 40-hour window between those three days. This week, uh, however, I just I just clocked out as soon as I got home. Clocked out Wait, provide some hours. context. Provide oh, some context to oh, what I you am. do. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on an extended weekend. So first off, what I do, I work in a respite program, right? I can't give too much details without violating, you know, all the... HIPAA stuff, you know, reading all that stuff is a pain in the ass, too. HIPAA violations are wild, but what I do is a a respite program. So I work with kids on the weekends. Um, We basically, to put it lightly, it's like um, them coming to camp on the weekends. You know, we we have a good time. We we provide home-cooked meals for them this weekend. However, we went to Castles and Coasters in Arizona. This place now. That place is phenomenal. Scene. Have you been? You've seen it. You've been there. I've driven past it, <laughs> dude. It looks weak as all get out, but when you're in there, it's <laughs> I have to. freaking amazing, top tier. <clears throat> now it ain't no Six Flags or anything, all right? Don't get me wrong. However, um, so I just finished a 65-hour work week. This this week was hectic, yes, but it was the ideal, perfect weekend, man. Everything was flowing the way it needs to. I'm training now, and I'm like we're training this guy from Ghana, right? And um, me and him just get into this conversation just about, um, like, really, like, um, just about Christ and just how, uh, I really want to know how his culture dealt with uh, Christ and, like, how he is such an optimistic, you know, through all of, like, his family drama and everything. Um, so, it, well, I think I'm getting off on a tangent, I will say. But <laughs> I just want to say my weekend was amazing. <laughs> I was I was curious in the story. I, I, yeah. I was invested. I wanted to know what happened. I mean, right, right. But like, I'm gonna I'm about to go everywhere. Okay, that's kind of how my okay, stories okay, go. Okay. I'm gonna find five different points, and I'm gonna go off and find sixteen from each point. You know, because I just think <laughs> so many things. You know, I'm, I'm just rambling constantly in my mind, and I I, I genuinely love it, but I, I I lose my train of thought often. So I just bear with yeah, me. we know, we know. <laughs> So then I try to find it on like point A, like part C. You know what I'm saying? When I'm on part D of part you F. Get to, you know? Yeah, you get to point E and you're like, wait, what was I even talking what about? What was I even talking place? about right now? Hold on, we're just talking about <laughs> and So anyways, However, you're at man, your job. 
Come on, my job. Man. My job is the best place I've ever been. And if you have ever worked with kids, dude, you one, you develop so much patience, uh, so much um, just gratitude, empathy, and everything. I mean, so working with kids is going to either like say, oh, I want to work with more kids, right? Or you're going to be like, fuck kids. I'm never going to have them again, ever going to have anything. I'm just going to stay celibate for the rest of my life. Um, that's not it for me. Like I can, <laughs> I love these kids, man. This was the first weekend I worked with like, uh, Glad to hear it. like young girls. Yeah. Right. And I, I always envision myself as a girl dad. Cause I just, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I love the drama of like little girls, you know, they're just yeah. like, they want to talk shit like all day just yeah. with each other. And I'm like, this is amazing. So I was, uh, I was making origami with this one girl. Um, she is just the sweetest little thing ever, but she got so pressed about not being able to fold the paper correctly, <laughs> slammed it down, flicked me off, and ran off. I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. So I finished my swan. I gave it to her. She's like, thank you. I was like, that's it? Like, that's all we're going to do with each other? Like, we're just going to bypass that? Like, yeah. you want to talk about you flicking me off? Um, she's like, mm, no, not really. I meant it because I couldn't fold. I was like, isn't that a you problem? She's like, you would think so. Like, you're very. How old is this girl? Like eight, nine. Dang. Yeah, man. <laughs> These girls, this whole like people that come into this program have been through some things, bro. Things right. you would never even think of, you know. And it's it's uh it's created this um I don't know a new person in me, you know. I've done uh I just got done with the training today over um. Native American culture, dude. Do some reading. I ain't gonna explain anything. Do some reading on them. Find out their past and their culture, because we, as white men, as as they would say, quotes, um, we know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. Like eighth grade history, you think you know a lot? Bullshit. You don't know a damn thing. So <laughs> go do some reading. Find some stuff out, and go talk to someone of a different culture than you, so you can actually learn word of mouth instead of you know reading something. That's kind of what I learned. That was kind of my gist of this week. Actually, yeah. go talk to talk to people that are culturally different than you because it's so much better than reading something out of a textbook. I agree. I, I do think there's a lot of power in conversation and not even like conversation that necessarily has to be like have a directive all the time, you know. But right. like you said, like just immersing yourself like around people and like being open to being like, oh, like – you know, what have you been through? Like, what kind of stuff do you do when you're at home? Like, that kind of thing. Like, you learn quite a bit. And I think all of us kind of moving to Phoenix, we were kind of thrown into that scene a little bit. And uh, especially yeah. for me, like, that was one of the biggest culture shocks moving from where I lived in Michigan to Arizona. So one of the best decisions I've ever made, for sure. I think mm -hmm. it definitely made me grow in that area of my life. So Before we move on to your day, though, is it flicked? Uh, so, like, flicked or flipped? With a P or is it CK? When you're talking about flicking someone off or flipping. Someone. See, I, I I adapted when I when I grew I've up. I was said PP. flicked off. PP. I was said flicked as a kid, but then as I grew up, I turned into flipped. I don't know when or why. I think it's. Yeah, I, think, it, I, I have always thought it was flipped. You flip somebody mm. off, but I've heard both. Yeah. Now that you say that, I think I've heard both. I've heard, I mean, you just heard both from me, like flicked. I think it's, but like flicked, like. Not I wasn't flicked, really phased when you said flick, though, so I think, I think right. it's okay for both. Right, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, okay. Now, yeah, <laughs> go, go on about your week, E, man. T talk to us, man. What was oh, my week was good, What's going man. on? What's my going week on? was good. It was another day, it was another day in the middle school realm. I'm a, I'm a middle school math teacher, and it's, uh, we're learning. We're learning every day, you know? <laughs> um, I'm getting used to being around middle schoolers. Those are different than high schoolers. They're a lot less mature. And I think every day I'm kind of picking something up and, and running with it a little bit. So I feel like I'm learning a lot. Definitely in, in the program that I'm in right now, I, I get swamped easily with random weeks with there's more stuff to do than less stuff to do. But Overall, man, we're getting through it. Finding time to do stuff that I enjoy, finding time to get in the word, finding time to pray, and I just think we kind of hit a nice little rhythm here. But stress, nonetheless, with this like schoolwork stuff. I don't, it's, and I'm not talking about my job. I'm talking about the program because that's an important <laughs> distinction to make. Yeah. But um, mm -hmm. dude, I like. I feel like I just drive around. When I drive around, I have just a lot of random thoughts, and I wanted to run some of these thoughts by you guys. Let me know what you think about these. 
Do you guys ever drive by a golf course? Specifically, those those holes that run parallel to the street. You ever drive by uh, one of those and you're like, if this golfer is anywhere near my skill level, this ball's coming directly into my windshield. I literally <laughs> thought of this this week. <laughs> Dude, I was driving back from the Y today and this guy teed off and like I was at a red light and there was traffic, so I was just sitting there. I couldn't even drive and I was like, dude, like literally if I was up there, I would slice that thing so far right it'd take out a tire, dude. Like and I was just sitting now, there I... like <laughs> thankfully he hit it straight <laughs> somehow. I, I just I don't know. I just I, I thought that. I wondered if you guys felt the same. I I I need to uh, interrupt yeah. you. I'm I'm super passionate about this. So uh there's two there there's probably three big golf courses like right next to where i live so I, i'm really in between three of them shout out to the geneva tri-cities people <laughs> all right elijah uh shout out to the Gen- so secret, dude. yeah <laughs> shout out to the geneva tri-city people uh <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. We have Geneva <laughs> Golf Course. I'm a former veteran, former caddy. I was out there hauling the bags in middle school, making a dime. Caddy, you were a caddy. Awesome. Yeah, you know, hard you hat, lunch pail, first way. in, last <laughs> out, that kind of guy. He's the type um, when they hit it bad, he's like, damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> he hey, runs, drop the bag, trip over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, my fault. Hey, great, great stroke, sir. Yeah, um. Anyways. <laughs> So there's three of them, Mill Creek, Eagle Brook, Geneva Golf Course, and all three of them are like landlocked between houses, right? And it's like I was driving down Western Avenue, and again, shout out to the people from my area. The hole runs like six feet from the actual road, and then Geneva Golf Course, they probably have three or four pins that are right up against the road. So it's like if you're chipping and, you know, you hit the you hit the seven instead of the three, like – it's going through a window. And I was thinking about this today, just like if you hit someone's car, are you are you running or are you like owning up to that? Are you like, oh I don't play Titleist one, one great, or are you like great ethical? It depends on how many beers I've had that day. <laughs> that's that's true. I don't know. I've always wondered if the golf course was liable, but I, I don't think so. I think it's like mm-hmm. It, it, like no insurance if your house is next to a golf course, but yeah, but you just they yeah, put like those top day. golf nets all around it, you know, at least by the houses. <sighs> you know, probably you'd, you'd think, right? But then you're paying to be next to a golf course, and typically golf courses that are in neighborhoods are like, what is it, country clubs or whatever? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, you're paying you're paying rent for it, you know, you're on a golf course, so kind of getting what you're paying for. And uh, I, ha- I had another thought from this week, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you guys think of this one. So I run into this situation a lot as a teacher, but um, when you're walking by somebody in a hallway, uh, my go-to greeting is oh, the fist Jesus. bump. Okay? I think it's a, a fist bump is a happy medium. It's a happy modern medium, right? And I've come to learn that there is an art to the drive-by fist bump. Because if you're it's, it's walking opposite direction, you go in with it, but you gotta ease up at the last second. Almost, yeah, almost as if, yeah, you're softening that that punch up because you don't want to like walk into the punch because then it's gonna hit their fist really hard, and it's no one ever wants a really hard fist bump, obviously. Unless you're like, you know, so you dr- you drive in, and then you kind of you know you go in, but then you pull it back last second, and then if if it connects, it's clean. So. Mm-hmm. That was another yeah. big point that I had from this past week. The, the drive-by the fist bump. What are your What are your views on the drive-by no, fist bump? The are you a high-five guy, guy, a shake guy? Right. No, see, the fist bump is always a good go-to. One, because it's just casual. You can make it quick, you know, high-fiving. You know, you're getting germs. You know, after COVID times, you don't want to really do all that. Dap up. You don't really know if they know <laughs> how to dap up. Because you ever dapped up someone that just don't know how to dap up? You're like, that was yeah. kind of gross. So the you just stick with the fist bump because it's, it's easy to do. Everyone can do it. So the art is you go in hard, but it's, you have to focus on your shoulder, you know, and as you're going for it, you loosen up the shoulder. So you, the recoil, you know, you can just like bring you it. You think back, it's in the you know? shoulder? It's definitely in the shoulder. And it, and it could be, it's definitely in the shoulder. What's that elbow? Man? No, shoulder. Maybe. Shoulder for sure. 
Shoulder. I would go shoulder, yeah. Maybe it is the shoulder. Yeah, you got and then you just, just loosen up. I mean, it's not notable, noticeable, but like you can you just loosen up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So like whenever you hit, it's like, all right, we're good. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. So I'm glad we got to go around the horn a little bit and you know discuss our thoughts, stories. Well, this well, this well, will be well, something we do. Building on that though, what do you do in the you know the occasion that someone goes for a fist bump but you go for a high five and switch it to a fist bump and they go for a high five and then they switch it back to a fist bump and you go back to a high five right what i think if it's if, if, if there's a fist bump right it's easier to close your fist than open it so always go with the fist bump right what, what are you guys thoughts? do you go back to the high five or do you stick with the fist bump we're getting into the brass tacks of physical greetings no, because dude, I've had too many like too many awkward occurrences at work. It's always in the work field, dude. At work, everything is kind of awkward. I think if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna like us, you cannot assume that the person you're greeting is going to be like mentally adept enough to like know that oh, it's way easier to just close your fist. Therefore, my fist is gonna remain closed. It's never gonna align like that. So I think. I always, like, thrive in those uncomfortable situations. So what I would do is I would just be like, oh, I'd probably acknowledge that it was awkward and be like, oh, that was weird. And then i just, that like, probably weird. put my hand up like this and then, like, pull him in for, like, one of those close dap-ups. That's even weirder, though. I don't think That's so, weird. though. That's weird. I don't think weird. so. I was what bringing niggas and they're like, what the – what was that, you know? Because like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, you're talking about up. a fist bump or a handshake? No, or a high five. Typically, it's like, oh, actually, yeah. Or a oh, a fist know? bump or a high five. Okay, yeah. I read that as like you were like shaking their hand or fist bump because at that point, <laughs> like, I don't want my fingers to like interconnect with theirs and then like that would be weird. How I don't want someone that? walking away from that being like, man, Ethan really just fumbled he's, that he's handshake. Weird. Yeah, that's a little odd right there. I would just acknowledge the weirdness and probably just like, I don't know, yeah. something on you the You do fly. thrive in the weird situations. They create good conversations and funny times. Right? <clears throat> All right. Let me let me put my my two cents in and then let's move on because I don't want to get too uh, logistical <laughs> on phys physical greetings. We, we might need a shot clock. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, we do. We do. I I think I think we're we're missing two main components here, and one of them is the velocity of the two forces. You know. And I think it depends on the speed of your walk. If you're walking fast, you can get a fist bump in. Fist bump is great for yeah. mobility, but you know, um, I think the uh, precision of a high five is a lot greater when the velocity is lower. You know, it's hard to get a nice connection with a high five when you're like walking real fast. I don't, I don't know what the constant is for that. You know, that equation, <laughs> but like. You know, it, it uh, getting a good high five is not easy. And then the handshake, I think, is the ultimate, like, low velocity, barely moving, you fit a handshake in, very formal. But I also think we're missing one other component, and that is the actual sex of the opposite person that you oh. are greeting. If it's a female, I am not fist bumping. And I don't know what the jury is saying about that but for me a fist bump with a woman is just not that ain't gonna that just doesn't feel right like a, a fist bump hug? is for uh, probably not touching them i mean no <laughs> hitting them with like, a oh hey up? what's up yeah hey, i always go like this or like i was just you know uh, tip, a or quick tip, head tip hat. <laughs> i might hit, actually i might hit the girlfriends with a with a high five every once in a while i don't mind that i think that's kind of <laughs> i do it to be funny I go but, finger guns straight know. up. I, you just stick, just stick with the <laughs> high five or fist bump, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I feel like you can't show too much of your hand. You know, not, not like no pun intended. Like don't show too many of your cards. Like keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it consistent. You know, do the same thing. Like and just if that's what you're comfortable with, that's what you're comfortable with. But like you said, Brad, we've been on this topic for quite some time. We need to move along. So, yeah. Brad, how about you introduce our next, uh, our next, <laughs> yeah. straight up. Brad, how about you introduce our oh, next God. segment here, the blessing and the curse? Yeah. So, um, part of our like weekly segment is going to be the blessing and a curse. And this kind of goes back to like, oh, how was your week kind of thing? You know, you might make a realization this week of like, you know, this is something that is a complete blessing in my life. And, uh, you know, you might have an experience where you're like, this is just not, I don't enjoy this. It's, 
you know, kind of a pet peeve thing, but um, I'm, I'm going to set the tone here. I'm going to, I'm going to get it off, get it off the ground here. Um, for me, I'm kind of doing a pet peeve this week. I got kind of a story and then an actual pet peeve, but um, I'm going to get us off the ground here and I'm going to start with my blessing and my blessing uh, is caffeine. We just do not give caffeine the limelight that it deserves. Like the feeling of caffeine before you even drink it is like electric. Like you, like I'm just sitting there the other day and I'm looking at a cup of coffee, haven't even drank it yet. And I can like feel my body like getting ready for this where it's like, oh, we, we about to get, we about to get going, you know? Uh, yeah, just like the take. blessing of a Celsius, uh, you know, one of those Gatorade joints that are out now. I don't remember what they're called. Just like the blessing that is caffeine is just, it just does not get the the praise that it I should. Think, I like, think what you're, you're exemplifying, though, is called addiction, though. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, straight up addicted something. to that shit. <laughs> no, I mean, if I see no, it in the fridge, I itch. I'm like, oh my God, give me that. <laughs> no, seriously, though, seriously, though. Like, just think about, like, how, you know, you might be having a slow morning, slow day, whatever. You throw an ice-cold Celsius onto the desk in front of you, and just looking at it, you're like, we about to get going, you know? Like, we about to get it. Yeah, like, this is about to be electric. So, my my blessing for this week is caffeine. Come on. Morning coffee has has the ability to make the morning. Yeah, no, it, like, it's the best. If yes. you're waking up and you're looking forward to a, like a morning coffee, there's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. So, Brad, I stand by the blessing. That's a, that's a great blessing. Yeah, I I just think like you know, like you said, the coffee, like just you hear it dripping in the pot, or you hear the Keurig doing the like. Oh, and with the fall weather coming up, with the fall weather coming up, yeah, you just you just know Jeez. you're like, this is about to be, this is about to be money. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, my blessing, caffeine. I don't know where I'd be without it. Probably wouldn't have graduated school. Probably be dead in <laughs> a ditch somewhere else. So Shout out Celsius and Bangs, bro. <clears throat> Literally. Um, and then my curse. Uh, a short one. And then I got a story for y'all. A short oh, one that I experienced geez. earlier this week. Let me set the scene. This is also a little bit of a story. You're pulling up on a one lane road to a stoplight. There's a left-hand turn lane. So, you know, if you want to turn left, you can pull off into that lane, get out of the main straight lane. There's no right-hand turn lane, and there's one car in front of you. That car is in the, the, the straight lane. They're going straight, but you need to turn right. But the way that the lane is actually set up, it's kind of shaped like a whale's tail or like a, a like the base of a triangle, where, like, if you're turning right and the person in front of you is far enough to the left in the main lane – you can get through, like you can kind of scoop by them, you know, <laughs> yeah. to turn right. I know where you're going. Yeah. My curse is when that person in front of you is right in the middle of the base of that triangle and you're <laughs> late to something. <laughs> Straight up, though. That is facts. That is a good curse, bro. Because that <laughs> happens a lot. Yes. You're sitting there, you're like bouncing your foot on the table. You're like, come on now. Come on. Yeah. Shaking to go. Things are so amplified when you're in a rush, too. Like, if that happened when I was, like, rushing somewhere, oh, my gosh. After morning coffee, caffeine, buzz, you know? (laughs) You're like, let's go. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm I'm putting the, the public service announcement out there for everyone that does this, that might listen to this podcast. If you are driving into the straight lane... Pull all the way to the left at that stoplight. Get yeah. to the left because I'm trying to turn right, and you are the only thing stopping me from doing that. I'm with that, man. I'm, um, I'm with that. Good yeah. Play. Uh, good play for yeah. sure. That's a good play. Wait, did, wait, was that your story? Did You have, You said you had a story behind that. Or was that it? I, I, I have another story. It happened today, actually. Oh, shoot. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm to try and make this brief. So, you know, back to the police thing, I got, you know, an interview, another polygraph this week. I'm like, it's, it's time to get a haircut. It's getting a little bit out of hand. I like how it looks with a hat on, but when the hat's not on, it's, it's tough to control. It's tough to get, you know, the reins on that thing. But, uh, 
So I'm like, I'm going to go get a haircut. This is last night. You know, I'm watching football, whatever. I make an appointment for this, this place. I don't have a barber out here, honestly. Make an appointment for this place. I'm like, all right, you know, price is, the price is right. The price is right. Um, his reviews look good. Instagram looks good. I'm like, cool. Make the, make the appointment, 2 o'clock tomorrow. Let's get it done. So, you know, I, I go, go head over there, and uh, it's, it was like next to a gym, what I thought, pulling up. So I pull up to this gym, don't see the thing, and then there's a sign that says, uh, New Asgard Barber Inside. I probably shouldn't have put his shop on blast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I walk into this gym, right? No signs after the one that was on the door, and it's just a gym. It's like a basement gym. I'm like sitting in there. There's people lifting. There's no one at the front desk. I'm like standing there. I'm like, I'm walking around. I'm, you know, I'm not about to be late to this haircut. So I like walk around, find the men's locker room. Uh, and then right next to it is a door with Buddy's, you know, barbershop logo on it. I knock. Nothing. I, you know, go to open the door handle nothing. I'm probably standing in there five minutes. I'm like, all right, let me check the booking. So I checked the booking app. Lo and behold, I am booked for Saturday, two o'clock. And I'm like, damn, I need this. How'd you end up doing that? I don't know. I had a couple Miller lights last night. Um, so that might've been it, but I, uh, Where you at, bro? <laughs> I was like, damn. So I like, he cut off a little I go to cancel it because I need a haircut. Ball. That's it. Really. See I need a haircut today or tomorrow, right? And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right Where did this story go? <laughs> <laughs> I need a haircut today or tomorrow. I go to, I go to cancel the booking. $36 cancellation fee. Yo. What? So I'm like, I guess I'm getting my hair cut on Saturday then because I ain't <laughs> giving this man $36. Yeah, no. That's crazy. <laughs> $36 so that's my, cancellation fee is absurd. That's my that's my secondary curse is just oh. uh, accidentally scheduling something at the wrong time. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. Throw. Yeah, you gotta watch the middle lights. You gotta watch the middle lights. Yeah. You know, two is yeah. good. Three will make you miss an appointment, guys. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yep. Man, speaking of beer, though, this goes to my blessing, man. I gotta. <laughs> so, I work these long ass hours, right? I could have okay? bet money that Elijah's blessing was gonna be a beer or something like that. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Guys, this goes in today's sponsor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, today's sponsor Miller. is uh, Miller Lite. 96 <laughs> calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. You know, if you're you're chilling with the boys, you're having a couple. It better be Miller Lite. Oh. That beautiful white 12 ounce can. Absolutely. A fine Pilsner beer. Go get your Miller Lite today. Uh, you know, Drizzly, <laughs> Instacart, Vinny's Beverage Depot. Shower, they got I'm it. Hey, shower oh my god. Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Anyways. So, yes, of course, of course, of course, my blessing has something to do with beer, but Brad, you're really going to like this one, all right? So I just get home from, what, 14 hours on Saturday. I work 14 hours, 7.45, and I get home at 12.30, all right? I'm not tired, really, at all. This is my time to decompress and shower, you know, and just, like, sit in my bed, kind of just, like, te- retext everyone, like, you know, get my, get my shit in order. So my, I, I love a good shower beer. I need a good shower beer, okay? So I go, I, I sit in my chair like I am right now, and I, I have this mini fridge right next to me, right? So I open it, and I look, and I was like, damn, bro, I have no beer like, whatsoever. So I go to close it, and I go to here, I hear a little rattle. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> so I look at the bottom, and there's just two, two, Ethan, you're going to like this one, Toco Chico, <laughs> just sitting there with me. For me, you they know, were so speaking I, to you. They were speaking. They were speaking. So like, I did you a little, I did a little, little tiptoe. You know, right? I grabbed one. I grabbed my lip. <laughs> I'm butt ass naked. Keep in mind, I grabbed one. I tiptoed that the bathroom like this. <laughs> I mean, By just like way, imagine, just imagine, you know, just a grown ass man. I'd rather not imagine. Topo chico in hand, butt naked, just 
running through the hallway, you know, tiptoeing, you know, like it's Christmas. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so yes, that was my blessing because I didn't realize I had a beer in the fridge when I really felt like (laughs) that is no, that is way better than anything I brought up. (laughs) I was like, oh my god, blessing was the beer, the Topo Chico. No, it's straight up. It is. It's subtle, but it makes a night just. It just elevates a night, you know. It, so it, is the blessing the, that story, or is the blessing like the the Topo Chico moment that you sometimes the Topo have Chico where moment? Extra but beer. You, you, we need a context. <laughs> if I, this if is I a Topo you, Chico I found moment. A beer that, yeah. Shout out Topo Chico. So I'm drinking. I think no, I'm kidding. Um. So this leads back into my curse, though. However, so I get out of the shower, right? I'm two beers deep after the shower. I'm like, man, I'm about to sleep good. Let me just relax my phone, kind of, you know, giggle a little more than I would. And then, <laughs> so I go on and I go to put on my, so the next morning I wake up, right? I usually set my clothes by the side of my bed so I can just wake up, brush my teeth, drink my water and head out the door. So I go to do this, right? And I just got these new Calvin Klein socks, okay? They're nice. They're, mm. they're like mid highs. They're, they're cool. They're comfortable. They're not anything I would buy again, okay? I have them. I like them. I'm not going to buy another pack. Sleep socks. Uh, that's weird that you sleep in socks, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> okay, so in the morning, I'm sitting on my bed. You know, I just did my morning prayer. I just put on my drawers, and then I put on my pants and whatnot. Then I put on my sock, right? Okay. I just clipped my toenails the night prior in the shower, to keep in mind. So I put on my sock, right? I'm sliding it up, and once my toes get to the heel of it, I uh, didn't realize I clipped, uh, I, I didn't clip the, the full big toenail, so it snapped, my sock snagged the big toenail completely, like, like the part that I snapped off. Oh. So it, it started bleeding, yeah. Oh. So that right there is just, guys, make sure you clip your toenails fully. Don't clip them in the dim light <laughs> whatsoever. I woke up that morning and I was like, oh, oh. So it's like this, you know. Oh, so I woke man. up, you know, I'm limping to work, you know, and then I, this sock got a little blood on it. We all right, though. I'm good. But keep your toenails trimmed and make sure it's brightly. Right <laughs> don't don't and clip your nails and have a couple beers at the same time. Chicos. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's, a, that's a blessing yes. and a curse in the same story. So the curse is clipping the toenails, toenails. with dim light. Dim light. Well, no, the curse is putting socks on with a toenail that's not all the way off. You know, they're, they're, they're clipping, toenail clipping that's not all the way off. And I pulled it off. And I was just sitting there. Didn't hurt that bad, but it's just one of those where you hit the bed, you're like, I don't even like, I like yeah, I picture how that looked and how, I just like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's fun that, while you're doing it because you got music in the back and you're kind of dancing. I was moving the shoulders a little bit, you know, in the shower. So I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, you know, clipping toenails, you know. <laughs> Toenail clippers in one hand, Topo Chico in the other, man. You can't get better than that. Water just running down your face. <laughs> Guys, Elijah, the time. way you tell stories, bro, is so funny to me. That, like, yeah, that I was elite. I'm like, I don't even know if this detail is important. I'm still trying to – I'm still trying to <laughs> – Figure out why you being naked running through the hallway was important. <laughs> it just showed my excitement, you know, right after the like blessing. I was like, oh my god, this is such a blessing. Oh. So I'm tiptoeing butt ass naked, like you like some go. animated character, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. exactly, exactly. Okay, 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 man, <laughs> that's wild. Okay, well, hey, the blessing and a curse in the same story. Gotta respect it. You gotta respect um, it, man. Yeah, so I guess I'll go into mine. Um, I'm gonna start with my with my curse here. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna start with my curse. Ooh, my curse. This happened to me over the weekend. Me and my lovely girlfriend Katie went out to dinner. This has ha- actually happened to us a couple times. Right. Something about modern restaurants that I feel like this has come up more than often and more than usual, and it's it really drives me up a wall when this happens these businesses will will they will seat people shoulder width apart like you will have your own table but you are damn near breathing on the other table's food and i cannot stand it i I, i'm i'm out i'm cursing this (laughs) close seating arrangement if me if we sit down and we're discussing 
like the week and we're discussing, oh, like, what do we want to try? And the other table can hear us enough to where they're like, oh, you should try to, I don't know. If they can no, hear and respond, then we're sitting too close. So My I always, man, do, whenever we get into those scenarios, we always do the move where we go up to the waiter and we're like, hey, listen, is there any way we can move over there? Like, there's just, like, when you go out to eat, you pay for the experience, all right? I, and and exactly. that might not be the case for a lot of people, but when I go out, I, I expect, like, a good rent, situation. Exactly. And, like, if that means my seat has to move to a more manageable situation, that has to be the case. Now, if they, they usually can't accommodate for that kind of thing, obviously, but, like, if, I, if I'm sitting shoulder length apart from the next person, my, my, my experience is tainted, and yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not having as much fun. So can't, can't I can't yourself. You know? Yeah, my curse this week is was the close seating at the restaurant, and I am <laughs> out so on it. I am. I don't know why it exists. Anytime I sit there, I'm asking to move because that's just the the worst possible place you can be sat at a restaurant, in my opinion. Now, now, not not to make a pun, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate. These businesses make more money if they have more seats. And so it is in their best interest to flood that room with seats. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. There's there's a threshold, right? There's a threshold where no, you I have hear you. too from, many from seats. A, from a business standpoint, I totally get why the extra table would be there. But from mm-hmm. a consumer standpoint, they're just going to also at the same time have to deal with me requesting a new seat every single time that happens. So like... People Damn sit straight. there, and I'm sure that they're okay with it. But me, I'm out on it. I'm not loving it. I, I was never here for it. It's not my. It's not my thing. I'm with mm-hmm. that. I'm with that. Yeah. Full so that is my curse. Right. My blessing. Um, this is something that I I think I've come, like I think I've come along to a lot, um, in this past year, but um, I my blessing is rewards programs for mm. restaurants, grocery stores, etc. I love a good rewards program. And now you you might be sitting there going, "Oh, well like look at this guy, he's just a sheep, you know. He buys the reward and then he just goes there and like thinks he's doing something." I don't <laughs> do it like that. Okay? I simply have it for best case scenario, right? Okay. For example, right. I obtained a Panera Bread gift card the other day. Not that I worked for it. Like, it just, like, somebody gave it to me, I think. It was, like, $15. And, like, I was in the area, and I was like, man, I'm, I need lunch. Panera's not that bad. I'm going to go to Panera. So I go to Panera, and then I'm sitting in the drive through line, and I'm like, I wonder if they got, like, an app or something or some sort of account. Sure enough, download the app. All of a sudden, I got, like, $10 in free stuff. What? And it's like... Am I going to Panera religiously? Absolutely not. But like when I do go, why not double dip with the points and get something racked up, right? And especially in the grocery setting scene, if you can find a grocery store with a rewards program, shout out Safeway for putting me on. But I have a place here in Nebraska called Baker's. Baker's is like similar to Safeway in that way. But they always do like like four times – whatever you buy in groceries four times like gas points. So like I always get like a discount on gas. And I'm like, if you're not like taking advantage of stuff that you're going to buy anyways, like what are we doing? You got, you got to outsmart the system. Mm. Wait, how much is gas there though right now? How much is gas there right now? Man, we're looking at prices around 349. You're lying. uh, Anywhere between 349, 369, 329, somewhere in that range. Why? Bro, Arizona just spiked what we, back up. It's at, it's looking like four ninety, four eighty. Dog, yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it, it ain't Whoa. Sweet out here. It ain't sweet out here. Whoa. I'm filling up wow. for eighty to that ninety dollars is... now. Yeah. That that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss that dude. To be honest. Yeah, but now I'm not driving. I feel I'm like in, I'm in the I middle. Feel like when we left, Brad, I feel like when we left, it was about three sixty. Yeah, now they're in the winter prices. Wasn't it? No, I just realized no, no, no. that they do winter prices. It was and like four twenty. Uh, cause I, I remember when I left, I, you know, like we packed up the, the car and I was like, uh, you know, gas here is expensive. I got about half a tank. That's getting me, you know, that, yeah. damn near to Flagstaff. Um, and so 
it must have been about 430 i would think in arizona because when i got to flagstaff it was 399 and i was like mm-hmm. thank you god <laughs> right, uh, come on, but it's about three I, I paid 373 at costco two days ago oh man gosh so, i mean yeah. yeah shout out that's another one shout out costco one of these days we'll be sponsored. One of these days we'll be getting free stuff. Topo Chico. We are sponsored by. Hopefully, it's not Miller just Light. alcoholic beverages, but. <laughs> <laughs> Although Miller Lite, if you want to send us a couple cases, we would we wouldn't be opposed. <laughs> no, I'm with Anyways, that. so that was it for the blessing and the. Go ahead, Elijah. Sorry, keep going. So we're going to segment into uh, these questions. I mean, we just learned about these uh, blessings and curses. Pretty wild stuff. Just don't clip your toenails in the dark off two, two Topo Chicos. Um, yeah. Get, get your Costco points. You know, get something. Save your money. Now, with these questions, um, I got something for you guys. Um, I want to I wanna know uh, what, what, uh, what you guys might, might have to say about this. Um, so, what would you rather people perceive, uh, perceive you as? Uh, being kind, smart, or attractive? Kind. Why? I would say I, mean, I would off, also say kind. I'm I mean, off, smart off the bat, the smart. Really? Why? Bro, just having just like this, like an intellect, dude. I, I couldn't care about being attractive or kind. I mean, being kind is all nice, <laughs> and everything, but <laughs> he don't care if he's nice to people. He cares if he's an outsmart. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes you got you have to be mean to people. You know, like sometimes. Like, when was the last time you guys were mean to people because you had to be? Was there a time? I know Brad Probably every time. day. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you're asking, like, what would you prefer people to perceive you as? Like, right. I wouldn't want people just being like, oh, he's just smart. Mm. Like, if, if yeah. it was up to me, I would definitely want, like, out of all those, like, I would want to view myself, I think, as smart. But I would want other mm-hmm. people to at least view that I was, like, an outgoing, kind person. You know? Mm-hmm. Because, like, right. what's good? What What is the good of being a smart person if you can't, like have basic manners yeah because then you just basically be parker right (laughs) (laughs) oh no parker caught a stray parker Parker, you're very smart not the nicest person i ever met i think you know that though parker i think you're kind sometimes he's different now bro he's so kind now i will say Um, it's that girl that girl's changing i'm saying I still am sticking with smart. Elijah, yeah, he's smart. Why is he smart? I mean, he just like he just has this wisdom and intelligence, and he just like he, he teaches you things, you know. Like I want to be. Yeah, but he's an asshole. people, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess which one would you rather have more of? I guess you, I'd let like, me. It's kind of like it's kind of like that question, Elijah. I like heard this in a video the other day, but it was like, as a leader, would you rather be feared or liked? Ooh, well, liked mm. obviously, right? I would want to be feared as a leader. You wouldn't lead anyone. Be like Some people would say though it's more important to be feared because you know, I think they it, elicit it, different responses to your leadership. Mm-hmm. Sometimes obviously. if you're too kind, it looks like you're playing sides. It looks like you're like easy to walk over. But other times, if you're too strong and too feared, then you're running some sort of dictatorship. So I think a, I think a healthy balance. But yeah, that that question just reminded me of that one. So let me let me get the floor real quick. I am saying kind because God did not tell me to be any of those other things but kind. Mm. So I would say kind. Talk to him. Talk to him. All right. God did not not say I am going to, you know, I am going to bring you to eternal rest with me because you're attractive. He did not say to me, (laughs) I'm I'm going to bring you to attractive. I'm going to bring you to eternal rest with me because you can, you know, do all these things with mathematical formulas. Shout out Parker. Shout out Ethan. Uh, (laughs) He don't give a damn about any of that. He said, be kind to your neighbor. And so I would say I would want to be kind because I think that's something I definitely can always improve on. Although I think I've gotten a lot better. Good stuff, man. That was, that was a fantastic closing point to that question, Brad. Uh, no, it truly was. I think, I think we can all rest knowing that. I think I think most people we run into would say that we're all pretty kind people. So 
yeah. it's good to know. Yeah being, yeah, being kind is honestly the best way to be perceived. Good question, E. I appreciate that. Brad, hit, hit us with hit us with your question, Brad. What you got? Hit us with something deep. Um, what we got? Mine, mine's not too deep. Uh, I kind of stole this one from my friend uh, Roshni. Um, What's his name? I, I'm Roshni. It's a girl. She's uh, traditionally Indian, so she has a traditional Indian name. I believe it means light. Roshni. The light of something Roshni. like that. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that, Roshni. I, you'll probably <laughs> listen to this. I'm my bad. Um, she asked the question: Do you think music in heaven will be played? Uh, like, do you think bands or musicians in heaven will play Christian music or their own music? Like, do you Ooh. think the Beatles are like the you know dead Beatles are in heaven playing you know whatever they want or Beatles music, or do you think that they're playing like you know? God's music, praising God, if they went to heaven. Dude, this is well, a good question. Say, well, musicians always say, I've spoken to several like that I work with, and they always say, God gave me this gift of being a musician, right? So, in a sense, why would he take that away from you? Like, if you take away... Ah, damn it. Well, because then it says that we're going to be worshiping the Father for, I don't know, said years. So, in a sense, it's like... Oh, dude, yeah, that, 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 I can't even answer that straight up. Like, I, I would like to think, away. yeah, I would like to think there's heaven, like, hmm, I would like to think that worship music still exists. Because yeah, ultimately we do it to praise and to worship God. And like Elijah was saying, I don't think God would take that away. Now, none of us are going to sit on here and act like we know what heaven's going to be like or we know That's the decision up. that God's going to make. So we're not stepping over any boundaries here. But I would like to think that worship and like all the stuff that we listen to still exists in the way that like we view it as honoring God and we view it as kind of like nourishing our own souls. So that that's that's what that would be my take on it. Mm. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, what do you think? I I think um, I. I don't know, like, obviously this is one of those debates where, like, you could go back and forth, but no matter what conclusion we draw, it doesn't matter. Um, but I think it's fun to think, and I would think that, you know, the bands I love or, like, you know, the bands that a lot of people love that are in heaven, they're playing their their music, even if that music isn't praising God, and maybe it even glorifies things God teaches against, I think that um, I don't know why, but I just I just think that that's what what God would plan for heaven to be like. It wouldn't be you know just uh, worship music, you know. Yeah. yeah he he blessed us God with free us. will. Yeah, he yeah, told exactly. what God gave us. So why would He take it away from us when we go to heaven? No. You think Spotify exists in heaven? You got a Spotify playlist? <laughs> yeah, it's Apple Music all the way. Apple Music is. Probably. Uh, I don't know where Spotify comes uh, from. There's like a Pandora station in heaven. <laughs> you guys ever have Pandora? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Pandora used to be my thing back in the day, man. All those liked songs, you go back and just... Pandora was... You can't play it. Yeah. Pandora was like Pandora was money. money they had like a 20-year like head start choke and they hold. somehow still... Yeah, <laughs> they still failed. They had a 20-year chokehold on the market. <laughs> Look where they're at now. I was saying. Mm. All right, Ethan. Do you have All a right, for I'll us? get in. Uh, yeah, I do. I kind of. This one's a little bit more personal, I think. Um, for the people that don't know us, maybe this won't hit as hard. But for the people that do know us, maybe it'll be good to know. Maybe, maybe you might learn something about us. But I'm curious, and this is kind of partly for me too. What is y'all's next big step in life? Like, what what are you looking towards that's, like, a tangible goal right now that, like, if once you get there, you're like, okay, like, I completed that level or chapter of life moving on to this next thing. What's your next mm -hmm. big step? So how are we going to level up? Like, what does level 13 look like, you know? I feel like I'm on level 12 right now. I'm <laughs> eager to hear from you on this one immediately, Elijah. I don't know why. You want to hear from me right away? Yeah. If you need some time to think, right, I can uh, I can go first too. No, I got it, dude. Already, okay, right off the bat, because I've said this several times. I was talking about it today. 
So I am in a respite program, so I work for wellness is what our program is called. I work strictly with kids on the weekends, Friday through Sunday. Now the next attainable goal is working Tuesday through Thursday with the entire family. So that it, like means I'll be working with either two kids or uh, a grandparent or just like uh, maybe a mom and a kid or three grandparents and five kids all in one house. And what that looks like is just what I do on the weekends is I, facilitate, I, I, I just look for training moments, teaching moments. I teach people how to cook. I teach people how to clean, um, just how to facilitate conversation in general. And I want to do that with families. And what that looks like is I'm going to attain that by April. So I have another six to eight months to really hone in on uh, the weekends, what I got right now. And then I will be a behavioral health um, facilitator, you know, uh, which means like, what is it? Uh, it's BHF. And so I'll be working with families instead of just one kid. And after that, I guess, um, and then after that, I'll attain my uh, master's degree, which I cannot freaking wait for. Uh, it's going to take nice, two years, yeah. though. So. But that's my next goal. Uh, by April, I want to have that. I want to be working with families instead of just kids. And I know that's By April. Word. I know. And that's when my lease is up, too. So we'll see where I'm at by then. <laughs> but I you know have... you're going to be there. Me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I, I want to preface this with a quote that I actually literally saw about 10 minutes before uh, we recorded this or are recording this. And I just want to read it. Um, it's actually from Austin Eckler. And he said, be patient with the results, but be impatient with the progress. And um, okay. just, you know, like the idea of complacency, like you might feel like you're running on a treadmill um, kind of looking at your goal, but you might feel like you're not going anywhere. And it's like the idea of like, turn the treadmill up till you're running faster than it can go. Um, and so like, that's kind of where I feel like I'm at. Like I'm working really hard for what I want and like new things like stuff this week, polygraph, you know, uh, another interview, like had a polygraph and another interview last week, working on another background check, like all these things to like reach my goal to like be in a, uh, um, hired by a police department. And it's like, you know, uh, it's, it feels like I'm running in place, but I'm not. And so like my goal is to be there. And I, I wholeheartedly believe I'll be there before January because, um, that's just kind of how the timetable works. Like it could be this month that I get, you know, a call. It could be next month, could be tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. So when you say I'm be really there, like, what are you, what are you referring to? Like just a, a department being like, uh, you know, we're going to give you a conditional job offer. And that would mean, you know, going to the academy and, uh, you know, training and being hired and all that. Um, and so like, I'm being, I was like, Oh, you know, I just want this to happen already. And I was like, Oh, I'm, you know, being impatient with the, the progress. I'm patient with the results. Like, I know I'm going to get to that. I know I'm going to get to that, you know, conditional job offer. It's just like right now it feels like no matter how much I do, the process doesn't go fast enough. So I'm like in, impatient with the process, but it's right. like, it's like all in due time. Like God will give me exactly what I need at the exact minute that I need it. And so like, all I have to do is keep, you know, running on that treadmill, trying to beat the actual speed of that treadmill. Hmm. That's good, man. I, I I never really thought of like working towards a goal as like a treadmill like that, like fe like feeling like you're in the same spot, but in reality you're moving forwards towards it. Because I think with mm -hmm. a lot of us just getting caught up in the overflow of life, no pun intended, <laughs> I think a lot of us feel like we we get stuck in one spot. But it's important to note, like you said, that like it's all God's timing, and I think if if I think if we're all in the same boat of saying like you know it's it's not really up to me like i can continue to do the things that i'm meant to do and then like when, when god's ready god's ready you know like it's not about like you reaching and grabbing this stuff it's about when god's like all right like here, here are the reins kind of thing but, but i think it ultimately boils down to like us like as americans like we just don't enjoy the present 
like as much as we should to because mm-hmm. I mean always with this always I mean yes those goals are good and those goals are attainable but damn man like always like all this like focus on what we are going to be what we want to be why aren't we focused on who we are now you know that's what I've had to deal with a lot recently I'm like why am I so focused on what I'm going to be whenever I need to perfect who I am now so I can be perfect later or you know in my eyes to who I am now perfect later and I just it's it's a it's a weird conundrum that I've been going through right now that I just need to focus less on the future and the focus more on the present kind of found that out today low-key yeah that's a good realization because I, mm. I i also agree with you elijah i think mm. i think we get so focused on what's next or what's tomorrow mm. or what's the week after what's down the line whereas we start to like think like we don't get, we don't focus on like today i was talking with yeah. uh, katie the other day and she's like she kind of had this comment about how like our days are numbered and like oh. she's like what if we had like a number above our heads that said how many days we had left would that change the way that you live would that change the way that you like value like every single day and like that's so important because ultimately there is a counter above our heads you know that mm-hmm. says hey you have x amount of days left and like the fact that we go by some days and we're like man i don't even remember what happened that day like, yeah right that's one day you're not going to get back you know, and like ultimately we're here to have eternal life with our Lord and Savior, you know, but on this earth, like how are you making the most of the days that you do have? So that's a good point, E. Thanks for bringing that up. Set, set your goal, but live your today like it's your last, you know, like but live, live it for that goal, you know, but just, I don't know, don't, don't focus so much on what could be, focus on what is. Uh, so many times, so many movies have set that line, but it's damn true. Right. Take the time to smell the flowers. You don't have to run down the path. Right. Ooh. Come on. Right. Talk to him. <laughs> so, so Ethan, what is what is where does where does your goal? Where do you think you'll be? I mean, where do you want to be? Yeah. Ultimately, I'm I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get through this year. I, I my expectation of going into this school year was that like this was going to be like a little bit of a chill time where I could really focus on myself a little bit and I don't think I was prepared for the amount of work I'd actually have to put in so every single week seems like its own new set of challenge but I mean ultimately my next step is just like graduating from this program getting getting the things that I want out of it you know and then honestly like I think my next big step is asking myself where do I want to be next year and like whether you know where where I'm at with Katie, whether we're talking about you know the next step or things like that, where do we want to settle down if we want to travel? I just think there's a lot of big questions in the air, but um, ultimately, what I'm focused on right now is like where where after this year, after I get my um, degree, after I finish this school year of teaching, like where is the next place? Where, where do I want to be? Do we want to be closer to family? Do we want to be back in Arizona? There's just a lot of, tan, uh, a lot of variables, sorry. And, um, but yeah, ultimately, just working to get through it. And I think, I think like, like Elijah said, I think it has to be a day-by-day thing. And it's actually funny that you say that because when I started this job, one of my mentor teachers, I was like texting him being like, hey, like, um, you know, like, what it, like, I was basically asking about like end-of-the-year stuff. And he was like, dude, you you can't come into this job with like the end in sight. Because if you're so focused on like the end of the school year, it's never gonna come and you're gonna get exhausted. Like you need to take every single day as an independent variable of the next day because like focusing one day at a time is gonna change your entire outlook on on where you're at. And I was just like, Okay. I mean, I guess oh, that's wow. what we're doing, you know? <laughs> I was like, All right, so so they, that kind of changed how I felt about where I'm at right now, but yeah, that's that's where I'm headed. That's where I'm going. That's where I want to be. So, oh, that's good. We need to take that your teacher's advice. All we all do, you know. Mm-hmm. That's so cool, man. Look at that. And in, in, in the in the show with a little nugget of wisdom there. So right. Yeah. That's fun. Come on. That's fun. Anybody have any closing thoughts before we close up here? Always look in the door of your fridge for a beer. It will always look in the door for a beer. <laughs> yep. Always, no, always kidding, listen. I'm always kidding. listen for the rattling of the Topo Chico. Yes, yes, because living in the present will allow you to hear that. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we're really tying them together now. There, there it is. Go. There it is. That's how we do it right there. Um, yeah, we're going to close this up, Brad. We're going to close this up. Close All right, so here, here on the Overflow podcast... We're going to close things up a little differently. Um, we kind of came together and we thought, you know what? What better way to end a conversation or to end any sort of interaction with each other? What better way to end it than by praying us out? So for this episode, I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. Um, God, we come to you tonight on this Monday night. And we just we just thank you for good conversation. We thank you for fellowship. We thank you for all the things that come into play with that. We thank you for friendship. We thank you for family. Um, There's a lot of great things that can be discussed when three somewhat amazing minds come together and uh, discuss the meaning of life. So God, we thank you for that. Um, We're also entering into a season, Lord, where we're starting to visualize what that next step may be. Um, Lord, I ask that you be with Brad as he works to get that interview and to get that job so we can begin working at his academy, wherever that might be, Lord. Um, Walk with him in that. I also pray for Elijah and his promotion that he's looking to get. God, with him being around kids, may you just give him the words to speak to them and the leadership to be put onto his shoulders. Lord, may you lead him that way. Um, God, we thank you for all the people that are listening to this podcast, and we just pray that they are on their own walks. And God, if anyone is away from you, may you draw them nearer. Um, Lord, we thank you for all these things. We hope that this week goes by smoothly. We pray for safety over everything. And Lord, we just thank you for an amazing night. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Yes, Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We will come at you next week. Peace. Come on.